You're listening to Always Open number 84. If you hear something you would like to see from this episode, visit roosterteeth.com. Yo, what's up? Welcome to a dope-ass episode of Always Open. (laughs) 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 Uh, I'm your host, Barbara Dalkman, and with me today, I got some friends. I'm Rad Millennial Max. Damn it. <laughs> what do I? I'm Issa. <laughs> also a rat. I'm sad millennial, Mariel, who's just a fucking floating head <laughs> on this goddamn booth. I clearly did not plan for this very well. Just me, just a floating head. You know, what's it is, up? It's funny, you walked into the studio. Neighborhood floating head. I saw you with the sweater today walking into the studio, and I thought, we're doing always open today, right? She knows what color. I was so happy with this goddamn sweater. It's a bit. It's sweater. Weather. I can't see that side of your body. <laughs> yeah, this uh, this yeah. blends in. There's nothing here. Oh God. The ghost of Mariel. <laughs> so we're joined by today the uh, ghost of Mariel. She died 20 years ago. Ooh, yeah. Sparkly Max. Said no. Oh uh, wait, what? Yeah. You look. Oh wait, no. This is. His- this is just my. This is just my this natural. Is, yeah. This is just Tuesday, Max. Yeah, did, yeah. As Beyonce said, he woke up like this. That this is, is true. Tuesday, Max. You know, I know people want to do like the natural makeup look. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah this yeah. is actually um, Texas, and I uh, collaborated, uh, and I just was basically like, give me a really natural, kind of you know, normal yeah. kind of look. And uh, now, congratulations, you're all gonna find glitter all over you <laughs> for the next thirty years. She's, uh, I think Texas put it as the uh, the herpes of makeup. Because yeah. it just gets on everything and then stays yeah. there forever. Yeah, you already have some on your pants. Yeah. <gasps> Ooh. That's the way I like it. That's where <laughs> I like my sparkle. <laughs> Whoa. Well, welcome back, Issa. We haven't hey. had you in forever. Hello, I'm here. And I'm so glad we invited well, you back. Issa, <laughs> Issa bribes us to come back. Right? Yeah. She's the only person who actually she bribes us <laughs> how to get on this show, which is feeding us. Awooga! Mm. <laughs> I've never had these famous macarons. Ooh, yes, I made uh, macarons. 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 What did macarons. you... Macron. You were describing these to us earlier, so. and you said that they're like the best you've made. Yeah, uh, I want to <laughs> brag a bit. <laughs> these are coffee-flavored shells, and then the inside one is Nutella filling, and then the other one is vanilla buttercream. <gasps> so, I think, you know, I know it's No Nut November, but I'm pretty sure Don't do it, Max! I'm pretty sure I just came. I'm pretty sure I just came. You said Nutella and then vanilla buttercream? Yeah. Oh, man. That, so the coffee excited. classics. If you ever Hazelnut. Hazelnut. Get me going. Get me going. Well, let's use it as a chaser for our shot, yeah. which this week is the Porn Star, which is blue curacao and raspberry liqueur. 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 Never going to ever say it. And it's by uh, Brooke G. So cheers, my friends. Oh, good luck. Perfect, perfect. Cheers. Mm. Smells. Did you almost not cheer? Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, I didn't cheers, Max! No! Oh god, it would have been oh, bad god. luck. Okay. Bokai. 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 Okay. Right, it what? tastes like, um... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Someone says Texas just said ass. Texas just whispered ass. It tastes like, um, when you're making Jello shots, but you try oh, the yeah. Jello concoction before mm-hmm. you let it set. Wouldn't know. I've never had a Jello shot. Max hates fruit. Yeah. What if we made just like like plain gelatin, like unflavored gelatin, and like mis- mixed it with like Everclear? 
It's just it's only one way to find out. <laughs> All right, I'll make them for you. I'm sorry, I haven't heard a single word you guys have been saying <laughs> three right. seconds because these are fucking baller. What the fuck? <laughs> oh my god, the coffee. It's like another food analogy. <laughs> it's like the um, Kool Aid that you used to get. There was like the clear Kool Aid, but you didn't know what flavor it was. It was like you'd mix it and it'd mix in. You're like, still talking about the shot, right? No. Oh, are you oh, talking about I'm these? Talking about these. <laughs> Because they're purple, so I'd expect them to taste like purple. Oh. But it like, tastes right. like coffee. Mmm. <laughs> these, are, these are delicious. Thank it tastes you. like coffee. I feel yeah, almost guilty eating all of them. Thank you. These are, are so good. Mm. Thanks, guys. You want to be on the show next week again? <laughs> <laughs> what other fun. treats can you make us? I'm starting a There's podcast a in my office, <laughs> and it's just, it's all about macaroon. Macaro- <laughs> macaro- <laughs> Emmanuel Macron. Emmanuel <laughs> What's the difference between a macaroon and a macaron? The macaroon is the one with the coconut shavings on top. Uh, but they don't look like this, right? Yeah, they don't look like the this. These macarons are the little cookie sandwiches. Mm, which are these? Yep. I've been mm-hmm. saying it wrong my whole life. Well, I've always like, called these macaroons. Isn't like kolaches aren't actually kolaches? Right. Because kolaches is the ones that filled with fruit. Oh. Klobosniks is what you're thinking of when you have um, the thing with the sausage in them. Bokar. Because klobosnik is what I say when I bang my knee on the table. <laughs> Klobosnik! <laughs> I get very fancy with it. Yeah, oh. <laughs> Moment of pain. Mm. Yeah. All right, well, you just keep enjoying. Mm-hmm. We're going to move on to our first segment of the show, which is Cupidity. It's an icebreaker game we play where we ask each one of you questions from the famous dating site, OkCupid. And you got to answer them rapid fire style in 25 seconds. And then we learn a lot about you. I can't, I'm saving this one bit by bit. I'm going to just eat them through. Yeah, I know. It's just like one bite out of it. So good. So to everyone listening who loves the sounds of people eating, you're welcome. (laughs) Mouth sounds. (laughs) Mouth sounds, the always open edition. Ooh, episode title, mouth sounds. Mouth sounds. (laughs) Write it down, Eric. (laughs) It's a good one. All right, Max. Yes. You up foist. I'm ready. Ready with our timer? Mm Mm-hmm. And go. Do you currently own a library card? No. Do you know all the words of your national anthem? Yes. <laughs> Would you ever wait beside the red carpet at an opening night or award ceremony just to catch a glimpse of your favorite celebrity? Mm, no. Are you texty before you meet someone on a dating app in person? I don't text hardly at all. Oh. Ever. Have you ever feigned interest in a person you were not interested in just for the attention? Um, no. Okay. I'll ask you the last one. Mm-hmm. Have you shaved your head any time in the last five years? <laughs> Not in the last five years, but when I was young, I did do the, like, the Slim Shady. Really? <laughs> I don't know if I have any pictures of it. Oh, if you yeah. find one, you have oh, to give it, it to so us. Oh, it was so bad. Was that in your straight days? Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. <laughs> no, nothing says straight, like, entirely <laughs> bleached hair or bleached tips. Right, or bleached They were bleached yeah. as well. Oh, yeah, bleached. So it was like the buzz cut bleach mm-hmm. look. Which is, like, now popular again, because I see the cool millennials like Wes cool Ellis doing it. <laughs> Yeah, that means Wes the teens. Cool, cool millennial. That means the teens are doing it again. Yeah. The teen. Wes is like the definition of millennial. Like, <laughs> really I've never he met was, someone who's a- so he, millennial. He replaced Andrew. Oh, oh yeah. Was number one millennial. Andrew mm-hmm. used to do social media here at Rooster Teeth. And Moved on Wes to a different job. That's right. He works at HQ now. Yeah, he does. Mm. Yeah. So he could get you hearts if you want. <laughs> Just kidding. He what? can't. I think there was one time he got me a heart. Ooh. And then I. And then he was like, "That'll be two ninety nine. Even though you win like 30 cents every time you win HQ. But Dude, I won I mean, if HQ you ever, if you win. the other day, uh, a few weeks ago. I won $2.12, and I literally felt like I had won the goddamn lottery. Really? I felt like a million-dollar winner. Is there a video of you? There is. There's. Uh, it, 
funnily enough, I was at a friend's house and they had their security camera that they have in their house, which, you know, they just have it there. And so after I won and I lost my shit, they were like, wait, I bet we got that on camera. And they pulled it up and I was like, oh my God. You're like running through the house. Yeah. I think I saw this. Yeah, I put it on Twitter. Oh, okay. I, it's really funny. See, literally like, lost my goddamn mind. I'm always angry because like my husband is like amazing at trivia, uh. but wait, is gay? really bad. Yeah. Surprise. <laughs> just today we're making the announcement. <laughs> Um, but uh, but he's really good at trivia, but really bad at technology, and so oh, okay. does not understand or want any part of HQ. But I am very not good at trivia, so I'm like, here's here's the three answers. It's this one, this one, this Why one. Why didn't he just play with you, like next to you, and like look? Because it's, I don't know. It's just something about it confuses him, and it's not that hard. Yeah, it's really not. It's a question. You just press the button. I know, but I'm just always like. Uh, you don't know. Okay, I'm just gonna pick this one, and then I lose in like the third question. I was really time. bummed out because there was a Friends version of HQ trivia <gasps> the other night. How many um, people won? A, a shit ton. <laughs> Every, but, that's the one that everyone got 30 cents for. <laughs> I think I think even less. I think it was like 18. <laughs> there was like 4,000 winners. Okay. Wow. But um, I was really bummed out because I came into the game late, and Friends is the show that I know backwards yeah. and forwards, every quote, every character detail, everything. And uh, I came in like after the first question because I forgot about it. And I was like, let me just watch to see if like I would know them. Every single question Ooh. I knew the answer to, and I was just like, fuck! <laughs> My first oh, HQ win could have been tonight. Could have happened. Could have been 18 cents. Could have been 18 cents richer. <laughs> Although, don't they only like pay out once you hit a certain... Not anymore, I think you can pay out whenever. I, I haven't taken out my $2.12 yet. Mm. Waiting for oh. a rainy day. I'm hoping for interest, mm. you know? Mm. Maybe yes. if I leave them in there long enough, I'll get another cent or two. Oh. Mm. Well, it is a bank, so... Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Miss Isa. Bye-bye. You ready to go? Mm. And go. Do you need to improve yourself? Yes. Have you ever had to sleep on the streets, even just for one night? No. Do you see a doctor for a yearly checkup? Yes. Have you ever been barred from a bar or for any reason other than being underage? No. Would you turn down a potential date because one of your friends thought the person was ugly? <laughs> no. no? <laughs> if you really clicked with someone online and were meeting them in person, how would you greet them when you met them? That is a weird question. Yes, like, yeah. oh, was, is there a specific? <laughs> a butt squeeze or a... What's up, internet friend? Do the <laughs> Peter Parker. <laughs> like, I'm so awkward when I meet people in person that I know online. Like, when uh, I first met people from the Rooster Teeth community online, I was like, hey, it's me. <laughs> it's <Blimey. the> flash. <laughs> You're pretty young back then, though. Huh? I was like 16. Yeah. Probably too I can young. Imagine. See, I overcompensate and I just pretend like I've known them and we've met because I actually did that with like one of like uh, the community members that like I had, hadn't met and had been talking with online for mm -hmm. a long time. And then like comes up at RTX and he's like, hey, Max. And I'm like, hey. And then it was like, do you know who I am? And I was like, <laughs> Yeah. No. <laughs> and then uh, he was like, oh, it's Patrick. And I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> You're like, I know too many Patrick. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was like, oh, boy. I felt so embarrassed. Good old, uh, as you should. Yeah. Jamie from Sugar Pine gave me a wonderful tip. He said, when you meet people, and you're leaving, you say, nice to see you instead of nice to meet you because I have yeah. met them before. That is so like, good. Fuck yeah. Yep. I do that all the fucking time when I meet, and I'm like, I don't know if I've met this person before. That happens to me at nice conventions a lot, where mm. I'll be meeting someone who's like coming to say hello oh. and get a picture or whatever it is, 
And there's been a few times where I'm like, it's so nice to meet you. And they're like, well, we met at RTX or we met at this other convention. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I don't remember. <laughs> so now, no matter, even if I know it's the first time I've met someone, I was like, nice to see you. Do you ever <laughs> say, like, like, no, you don't use a person's name even if you know their name, like whenever you're running into them because I'm so scared that I'm gonna say the wrong name because it's happened. Oh, so like man. even people that I know, like whenever I'm greeting somebody, I won't say their name. <laughs> I'll be like, hey, what's up? They'll be like, hey, Max. They'll be like, hey. There's, I, will definitely not, I will definitely not say that name if I'm unsure. But it's always nah, a, man. a key tip is always to say the other person's name though to make them feel real special. Oh, you, know, know. you just got to be like Yvonne and go lead with confidence. She, every time I saw Yvonne for the first like three years, she was like, Melissa, how's it yes, going? Yes, yeah. First or she'll time, be like, who are you? <laughs> Marisol, how's it going? Again, Marisol. Still not my name. <laughs> There's a point where I'm, I, I'm pretty forward about it. It's like, I'm sorry, I just forgot your name. Can you please tell me again? <laughs> See, um, I, for some reason that's like a no for me. So I'll like, I'll like, if I have like a friend here that doesn't know them, I'll be like, hey, oh. Um, have you Barbara, met my Barbara, like, have you met my friend Barbara? And, and you hope like, that they say, that oh, they hi, hi, I'm wait. Yes. <laughs> That's exactly what I do. I do it a lot. I, I, I can... Hot tip, yes. Hot tip, hot tip, hot tip. Hot tips on always like, I've used this write it before. down, Eric. There was one friend that fucked me over good. Oh, no. Because I was like, pretend this is my, like, I forget your name, let's uh -huh, say. Uh -huh. And I'm like, oh, um, have you met my friend Max? And then this person goes, uh, yeah, what's, what's her name? Oh, and I go, why don't you introduce yourself <laughs> and find out? I don't speak to that worst. friend again. They're oh. not my friend. They're, that is the worst. So you go to the doctor every year for a checkup? Yeah. I you, mean, it's healthy. Do all you do that? Um, I sure plan on it. Um, <laughs> and I, I, did, I did do pretty good. Did I do good this year? Not Did sure. you get 100 not on a the exam? I didn't get a physical this year. Oh. I'll give that to you later. <laughs> oh, oh. Over a cough. <laughs> oh yeah, when do you have to start getting that? The I think it's 30. 40. Oh, 30. Oh, really? I thought it was always. <laughs> I mean, honey, it's, it's a Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Sorry. One more time. <laughs> I think. Oh, we're thinking. <laughs> I think we're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> multiple doctors a year. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not surprised. Meryl, Meryl's like overprepared. No, I'm not. <laughs> no, I finally just got like a general practitioner here in Austin. Oh, because I was just seeing the lady doctor uh, for the last couple of years. Because usually they cover most of the things you need. Yeah. Oh. Um, but I was like, I should probably see a GP. Yeah, I, I, I finally found because uh, I had like my family doctor, you know, like when I was growing up, who like is this like old crotchety man, <laughs> and gotcha. like uh, then had some questions of a sensitive nature around my orientation and this gentleman uh -huh. asked me, son, are you a homosexual? <laughs> and I was like, in a, in a doctor's context, it's just not, for some reason, not the bedside yeah. manner that you want. Yeah. Should we nope. send him a picture of you right now? I think like, he already knew. This no. is his natural <laughs> look though. Right? I am not a yeah, homosexual, he would sir. Him. Just to clear some things up. Yeah, no, and so then I like, I found like an amazing, like, uh, f like woman doctor who's like super like, Sassy and old and awesome. Oh, I love old Perfect. sassy doctors. I know they're the best. What's wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> Both of you at the same time. All right, Meryl. I'm ready. Ready to go? Mm -hmm. I assume we're ready with our timer. All right, and go. What's the best way to handle a bad kisser? Death. <laughs> if you had a partner who was cheating on you, would you want to know? Yes. Are you really good at understanding people quickly? No. 
Suppose you have an attractive cousin, and the cousin is also attracted to you. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and suppose... <laughs> well, there's cousins, and there's your first cousins. <laughs> I thought how that worked. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, what the fuck? So what about it, Mario? Would you pick <laughs> When I got fucked by hot cousin? That's where this question is going. <laughs> Would I fuck my hot cousin? It, well, do you want me to finish the question? Sure. <clears throat> uh, suppose you and your cousin are both adults. Would you have non-procreative sex with your cousin? Would I fuck my hot cousin? <laughs> Would you fuck your hot cousin? Don't worry, you're old enough and you're not procreating. So it's fine. <laughs> Waiting for an answer here. What's Christian act? <laughs> This is gonna be a dope ass episode. He did. He did. I would not fuck <laughs> under any circumstances, procreative or not. Or not. Valid answer. What if you were the only two people left on Earth? I'd fucking kill myself. <laughs> Glad you're really dedicated to humanity. <laughs> what if you were? What if you were part of a royalty and that was the only way to carry on the monarchy? Isn't that how it is anyway? <laughs> Usually. I mean, like that's how it was back in the day. I just started reading that question. And I thought, where is this going? <laughs> Do you know, um, I actually, when I was younger and I didn't understand how the world worked, I thought your parents had to be related. Like, I thought that's how marriages worked. Yeah. It's funny you say that because and I, took, I took a bite of my macaron in a very good moment, but I used to want to marry my younger brother. You like, fucked up. Brother fucker. When I was very young, like five years old, I was like, I want to marry him so we could be together forever. Because he was like my favorite person. <laughs> and then everybody's like, oh, that's so oh, cute. Oh, oh, oh. We're going to like, arrest you. Oh. 20 years old. Mom, uh, still want to marry him. Still want to marry him. <laughs> Let me know. He's almost the age of consent. Yeah. So I remember being like when I was, I don't know, five, six years old, always trying to figure out like, okay, how is it that my parents are related? Because I know that's how that works. So like, are they cousins? Are they... They're not siblings, I know that. Mm. I would think that you might not think that way if you had like, if, if your parents were in an interracial marriage. <laughs> Cause then. My parents? Yeah. They're not interracial. No, as in if they oh. were though. Oh, yeah, yeah. Then it would be a little bit harder to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you just. Or just or they're just cousins. related. They, yeah. Yeah. The we, great thing is there's probably people who answer yes to that question. Cause this is from OkCupid. That is a good question to know the answer to if you're trying to meet somebody. <laughs> Cause that would be what they call in the biz a little, little red flag. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, we were just, we really seemed to click. And then he just, yeah, yeah talked he, about fucking his, fucking his cousin or wanting to. Yeah. And then we got married. Then we got married. So anyway. Now we both fuck his cousin. <laughs> <laughs> Enough of that. <laughs> All right. Are we ready with Barbara's timer? We're ready and go. Have you ever fully read a book over a thousand pages? I don't think so. Do you consider yourself a safe driver? Yes. If someone compliments you, aren't they usually trying to get something from you? No. Would you rather a partner say, who says I love you but doesn't seem to show it or shows that they love you but never says it? Shows it, doesn't say it. Would you be turned on by your partner undressing you before sex? Yes. Would you date someone who has never been in any kind of a relationship before? Yes. 
any kind of relationship. <coughs> any friendship. Not even friendships. <laughs> I mean, like a they grew child. Up in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> you're dating Tarzan. <laughs> I think with that kind of thing, it's like you know what you're getting into. Like if someone's never been in a relationship, my expectations would probably be very low of what the outcomes of that would be. Mm. Well, and are you also like, now I can shape you? I can into the perfect you. way. There's a lot of power. Born into it. Born. All of it. <laughs> can I touch this? Yes. Okay, thank you. Now you have now you have glitter on you forever. Is it like super stuck? It like looks good. Oh. Well, Is I it? What did you do? You put some Elmers on there? No. Elmers. It's, uh, <laughs> it's glitter. It's called glitter fix. Look oh, it, it did fix the glitter onto your face. Hence. <laughs> hence. Yeah, hence. Hence. Yeah. But yeah, I never understood the uh, people who think people who compliment them are just looking to get something from them. I've never understood that mentality. Oh, that's me all the time. Constantly complimenting to get some stuff out. Oh, so like, oh yeah, that's yeah, why yeah. you kept saying, <laughs> saying that you're beautiful. Yeah, me. where the fuck are the more, ma I want more macarons. <laughs> yeah, there it is. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's time, another one of those things where it's kind of like, Mm, you seem to be kind of you versus the world if you feel yeah, that way. Yeah, just like being nice to people. Yeah. Like I guess it, I always put myself in their shoes where if I always, like if there's a time where I get a random compliment from someone, stranger, person I know, just makes you have a better day. Yeah, yeah. that's true. And so why not just make I, someone feel happy? I hold the door for an insane amount of people. <laughs> Um, like, like here at work. No, like just more target. like if I'm like going into the uh, like gas station or wherever, and there have like literally been because you know now I'm out in like Bastrop, so there's like times when it's like some super you know like rednecky kind of dude who's like you know in his like beat up old pickup truck, and I'm like I will go and I'll like I know that they're heading towards the door, but it's that weird, like, not quite the right amount of time. Mm. So, like, I'm holding it, and then it's like, probably should leave here, because this is getting a little bit too long. Is it like but a I'm, Canadian door hold? Yeah, I'm just like, up. Oh, I'm waiting. <laughs> and then the person has to, like, jog over in order to, like, Oh, he, sh he sure didn't. This happened last oh. week. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm coming. And I was like. I'll be there. I was like, I'll just, I'll wait. <laughs> Kindness. You're too nice. You would fit in well in Canada. There you go. <laughs> Look at this Canadian angel baby right there. Canadian well, angel. If you ever want to feel really good about yourself, just go to a, a bathroom at a bar, a girl's bathroom. Oh, yeah. Because oh, yeah, they girls always compliment you. And bars just like, oh my God, I love your dress. Where'd you get it? There is a great tweet that's going around right now that was like, girls like in the bathroom, it's like, oh my God, I love you. You're the best person ever. Like, you're the beautiful, the most beautiful angel I've ever seen. And then it's like, girls outside of the bathroom, it's like, if you bump into me one more fucking time, <laughs> yeah. it's true. It's so true. Oh, yeah. Well, Especially at, like, at Barbarella's. Oh, God. Or at, uh, at Highland, where they have like the all gender restrooms. Mm -hmm. Like, like that, I mean, I go on a compliment spree in there. Because <laughs> everybody's just like, oh my gosh, you look so, no, you look amazing. That's funny. I think there was one tweet that I saw, it was um, girls drunk in the bathroom. <laughs> and the number one thing was like, oh my God, your dress is so cute. And the first person, the first thing that that person would go is, yeah, and it has pockets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh God, I would said that word for word one time. Yeah. <laughs> if the dress has pockets, you're telling people. You're telling you people. Tell everyone. Well, I know how we talked about cousins before. Speaking of cousins, this episode of Always Open is brought to you by 23andMe. Oh my fucking god. <laughs> oh my the new dating site. Oh my fucking god. Find people that you shouldn't be with. <laughs> <laughs>
23 Me is a personal genetic service that helps you understand what your DNA can tell you about you and your family history, including who maybe some cousins of yours might be. Maybe you had, uh, maybe you hate cilantro or twitch in your sleep. With 23andMe, you could see how your genetics influence your body and taste buds. A 23andMe DNA kit is the perfect gift of genetic discovery for your parents, your siblings, your aunts, your grandparents, and everyone else on your list. With 23andMe's Ancestry Composition Report, you can explore where your DNA is from out of 150 regions worldwide. You can discover the origins of your maternal and paternal ancestors and how they moved uh, around the world over thousands of years. I did a 23andMe a little while ago, and I accessed my results recently and found out that I'm so European. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I think it was like 99.9% .9 European. Wow, that's 99.9% yeah. vanilla. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also things like how it determined what kind of hair I had, oh, uh, what color eyes I had, color hair, all this stuff. Do you get the, the, the speaking of cousins, Yeah. Um, I recently got an email and it was like, you have new DNA, DNA relatives. And uh, I like went and it was like, this so-and-so has like point something, you know, percent like of your DNA and like you're like third cousins or something. Mm -hmm. And so I texted my mom and I was like, do you know anyone with this last name? And she was like, no, I have no idea. And I was like, well, I was like, well, I think there are cousins. She was like, you have cousins that you know that you don't talk to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah fair, I must fair, find fair. them. I was like, now I know. Yeah, you could see like, uh, it shows you DNA matches like to what percent they're matching with you. I think yeah. the highest one I had was like 4%. Oh, yeah. interesting. Maybe, cool. it was very high. They might be uh, like, a, I think it was like a third cousin. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Um, you could trace parts of your ancestry to a specific group of individuals from over a thousand years ago. Now through December 25th, get 30% off any 23andMe kit Order your DNA kit at 23andme.com slash open. That's the number 23andme.com slash open. Again, that's 23andme.com slash open. Open it up. Go find See, your cousins. Like, I'm all for it. I just, when do we, when do we get to change the dang DNA? <laughs> Where's know? the service for that? Yeah. Turn me into a dog, science. <laughs> How much do I got to pay to turn into yeah. a dog? <laughs> What if I want brown eyes now? <laughs> what if I want a gigantic conical shaped head? Wasn't there something like a couple of years ago where people were altering the genetics of their unborn babies? Yeah, CRISPR. CRISPRs. Really? Yeah, CRISPRs. That's what Chrissy Teigen did. She chose to have Luna, her girl. Oh my god. Mm. That, that opens up a lot of ethical. Yeah. Ethical. I mean, at this point, haven't we just traveled so far down the ethics tube? <laughs> at this I point, mean, why aren't we just fucking our cousins? <laughs> <laughs> Another potential title for the episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Write it down. Yeah. Or not. We're um, fucking our cousins. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on to our, we have a, a hotline call. Oh from a lovely, always open viewer. Let's uh, take a listen. Hey, Barbara and Mario and the rest of you. I had an incident where I was drunk and my best friend's fiance kind of made a move on me. He went to kiss kind of between my lips and my cheek area. And then when I didn't make a response, he sort of told me that he shouldn't be doing this, pulled away from me and left. I'm not sure if it was my like drunk self making things up in my head. Realistically, I know that telling my friend is the right route to go, but I was just wondering if you guys had any advice or any thoughts of maybe like 
maybe it could have been a friendly kiss that I misinterpreted or something. I just, I don't know what to do right now. Thanks so much. Bye. If he isn't full-blown gay or European, <laughs> he ain't going to be giving you a friendly kiss right here. I mean, it depends where, <laughs> if he was going for the cheek and he, like, missed and maybe, That's like, a got large, a little... Like, well, like, especially whoop. his... His reaction, she said that like immediately after he was like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. Mm-hmm. It's like, if you're, uh, red, that is what, what is it you called it? A red flag. Red flag. That's a red flag, flag factory. <laughs> factory. Yeah. They're churning them out. They're churning, They're churning them, out. them out. So what do you think she should do? This is a, this is, I think maybe it might be a polarizing discussion. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. My first thought was like, eh, don't bother. Mm-hmm. But then it's also like, if she feels uncomfortable with the situation and she feels like, a line was crossed and she needs to clarify that with her friend then. I feel like she should talk to the guy first to maybe clear up what was going on. Cause I, it seems like a very innocent move in my opinion. Like people are drunk, hanging out. Maybe he was going for a kiss on the cheek or just like had a moment of just being an idiot for a second, which happens to the best of us. Um, Maybe she just needs to talk to him and be like, hey, this happened, I feel really awkward about it. I'd like to talk to your fiance about it, my friend, because I feel like she deserves to know, and like I just want to know what you think yeah. of that situation. The only thing I worry about is just like it blowing up and turning into a bigger situation than it needs to be. Yeah, because you never know how people are going to react to that I kinda, kind of stuff. I yeah. kind of feel like it might be a situation, like one of the rare situations, because it's like it's kind of in a weird area, but mm-hmm. not like into like a really you know scary area. It was like might be able to talk to both of them mm. at the same time, like bring it up and be like, hey, what what was that? But it also depends on if the, your friend. Yeah. Mm. There's That's why I think of, like pull them aside. Yeah. yeah there's I, a lot of like not, there is, this isn't a situation where it's like, oh, give us more info, but yeah. more so just so we could figure out like, what is the right? Or like what right. their relationship was like before that. Yeah. Yeah. If they were very like friendly and like touchy-feely friends before that and he went to do that, it might be more understood. But if it just like out of nowhere. They were not that close and out of nowhere he was like that. Then <laughs> might be a red flag. <laughs> I mean I think it's still maybe like an orange flag. <laughs> Yellow flag. Red. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd say like especially like the thing afterwards of saying like like, oh, I shouldn't be doing this. Like, I shouldn't have it, done that, I think. I shouldn't yeah. have done that. Yeah, that, like, implies, like, I mean, you know, if you're drunk and you're doing something, I don't know. Might have showed, like, ill intent. Yeah, I feel like if you're drunk and just doing that on a Largo, it would just be like, oh, you know, like, not like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. Like, oh. oh. <laughs> like, I feel like I shouldn't have done that is, depending on the delivery. Yeah. And also, especially if he's engaged to her friend. Her best friend. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, regardless of the relationship, if he's an engaged man or a man in a relationship, whatever it is, if he's exhibiting that kind of behavior, it probably isn't the first time. Where there's cheat smoke, there's cheat fire. (laughs) That's what I was thinking, too, because on top of the whole, like, if if we had more information according to the situation, if that happened, it's like, well, does he have a history? Yeah. So So do you think she should tell the friend? Ooh. <laughs> mm, yeah, I would say so. Yeah? You think so? Yeah. I would go with, yeah, do it. Meryl? Yeah, I, I would. If I were in that situation, I definitely would. Um, I don't think it's like, I mean, the easy route is just like, hmm, oh well. Yeah. Yeah. It is going to be the harder route, too, because there's a lot of, um, there are a lot of outcomes out of that, too, because what right. if 
what if that could that could backfire on her and that what if the friend's like, oh, well, Tommy told me that you were making moves. Yeah, why were you getting drunk with my fiance? Well, yeah. I, think, I think you could also, like, be talking with your friend and just be like, hey, like, we were all getting drunk and then, like, this happened, just wanted to kind of, like, talk to, like, my friend about it. Yeah. Like, not be like, he's up to something. Right. Just kind of, yeah, well, you know, yeah. process that together a little bit. I think right. in a non-threatening, like, something's going on way. It I is something... Productive. I guess she deserves to know yeah. if, if if her fiance is acting that way, and you know, I don't want to say hitting on other people, but making a move, whether it's intentional or accidental or whatever it is, um, we should probably still talk about that. It, yeah, it's, it's always good to talk about things. It's a tough situation to be put in. Talk it out. And that's shitty of him to put her in that position. Yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> whether it was, you know, I mean, like you said, like maybe it was just a he was just drunk and in the moment and like just forgot about whatever, but, or maybe he's a shitty person. Yeah. Do you look like your friend? Maybe he thought you were her. <laughs> Are you cousins? <laughs> Are you cousins? <laughs> Do you want to be? <laughs> You're 23 and me. Yeah. Can, you, can you alter my genetics so I can be Max's cousin so we can bone? Yeah. Let's get that CRISPR going. <laughs> Only boning you if you're my cousin. Well, okay, we also like, is that the requirement? Severe That's fine. We'll orientation things, but we'll find the gay gene. Don't Once worry. we're cousins, we're fine. Yeah. yeah. Then you can fuck all you want. It's a weird theme for this episode. Yeah, I like it. I, I like that we're there. I'm trying to get away from it, but then it trying to run away. I don't allow it to happen. Mm. <laughs> Whatever. Um, but yeah, I guess ultimately I would say put yourself in your friend's position, in your friend's shoes, and say, like, what would I want to hear? What would I want to know if this happened? Mm, and just yeah. do that. Yeah. I feel like if, like, something happened with somebody that, like, like if I, if, if I had a fiancé. A fiancé. Like, and that was happening, I feel like, if somebody came up and told me that, then at like, at bed or like you know, the easiest thing to happen is just just for me to go and talk with, you know, my person and be mm -hmm. like, hey, like what was going on there? And then it was like, Duh, ah, fuck, got too got too drunk. And it's like, okay, cool. Now we're all on the same page as yeah. opposed to or, like, hey, waiting. don't do that again. Yeah, maybe. Uh, all right, well, let's move on to our next segment. Very curious to hear your opinions on this, because um, I know I got a lot. This is from Eloise F. And Eloise asks, what are some of your character flaws that you're currently working on? Um, I know I have flaws. I don't know if I'm working on them. <laughs> <laughs> it's like at, the, at a certain point, I'm like, oh, they're just character traits. <laughs> yeah, 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 they're just character traits. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, I was a bitch. Uh, I cannot see away. you being a bitch to anyone. I can't uh, ever. Ever. But see, that's always the ones. That like mm. you like that after they leave work they head straight over to an alleyway and start like <laughs> poisonous fighting macarons. people for <laughs> fighting people for that's a character flaw right but, yeah, yeah. I but, fight people for money <laughs> that's it that was it I just picture doing, okay it's been a long day doing the La the yada. <laughs> I used to have to work every day I um there's uh, it was funny my friend and I were talking. It was really late at night, and nice. um, the usual, you know, when you're really vulnerable, I ended up crying. <laughs> hey, hey! You're on the right show. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> um, I, it was more so because I think a lot of, I can list all my flaws for sure. I think one of my biggest ones was, is actually, like, I perceive myself as really self-centered and, like, really, really? vain. Um, <laughs> or like really selfish and stuff, and of course it's a perception. Maybe I'm not. So like, you feel you're too self-centered. Yeah, 
Like, I think, um, how to put it, I always feel like I'm the character of my own story. You so. are. You are, though. I yeah. am, so fuck everyone else. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so it's like, how far, how far do you go? I'm very self-centered, but then at the root of all of my inherent flaws, I think, is I actually have a lot of ego. Mm. So there is something that um, I asked my friend, and this was kind of like an exercise from one of my favorite YouTube bloggers, where it was like, ask, if you're ready, ask your friends what you think your biggest personal flaw is. And um, if you're only if you're ready. So of course Never. I asked her, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I have treats, I'll steal myself for this yeah. if I need comfort. And um, one, the, one of the first things she told me was that I tend to um, overanalyze everything. So I tend to do something and I doubt myself and I keep going back to it yeah. and keep revisiting it. It's a very common one. Yeah, but and then it ends up festering because I keep going back because I keep wondering if I did something wrong. So yeah. it's like, uh, she called like a mental dissonance because there's something different between my actions and what I'm feeling. Um, so of course I'm going to therapy for that and it's like, mm, cool, I'm dealing with it in that way. Um, and she says, you're dealing with it. I'm like, okay, cool. And she goes, wait, there's another one. I'm oh. like, oh, you're okay. like, bitch, I said one. You got I, one, I legit just like texted an all caps, okay. <laughs> like I'm ready. Um, and she's like, you really want everyone to like you. Mm -hmm. And that it's like, it, it works most of the time, but you can't expect everyone to like you. And that's when I started crying because <laughs> that's like the one thing I understand theoretically where in order for you to get through that, you kind of have to help yourself and accept that fact yourself. Yeah. But it's in theory. Yeah. It's all, everything about that is more yourself. You can't just like take a walk, you know, it's not, it, it's all, it all happens in here and that's how I know the solution is, but it's a lot harder to practice. Mm -hmm. So that's the one where I was just like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I just want everyone to like me, but not everyone's going to, so. Well, we all like you. Yeah. So. yeah. Oh, thanks. So you got, you got three you got out three of. Three. <laughs> couple three billions. out of millions. Yeah. Mil and that friend. <laughs> billions of people on this or, planet. Yeah, thanks guys. Yeah. But yeah, it's something I'm working with. After she told me that, I was like, okay, I just need to remember to write that down so I can talk about it with my therapist. <laughs> <laughs> I need your friend to come read me. Yeah, yeah. I know. Oh no, she, she's great at it. Mm. <laughs> just stuff you need to hear. Yeah. yeah. People tell you that kind of thing that's like, you know, they're not trying to hurt you. They're just trying to make you aware of things that you might not. Yeah, yeah I have a friend who's a total therapist. Like, yeah. she's just like, hey, I, I, I'm gonna give you this shit. And she'd be like, I'll listen, but then I'm gonna tell you. Tough love. Yeah, tough love. Yeah, like mine, uh, Mine was basically that, like, over the course of this year, uh, finally, like, stood up to some people in my life that were, like, not making me feel so good. And then after that, I was like, wait, why not, why not super happy yet? And then it was like, oh, wait, haven't been looking at self. Um. And uh, so did that, like, been doing that a lot lately. And, um, and I think that one of the, like, Biggest but like most interesting ones was uh, effortlessly manipulative. <laughs> Just like, but like in a way where it's basically like, oh, like I want the people around me, I want the people in my life. Like when I am, <clears throat> if I'm seeing them day to day or, you know, even in relationships, like, uh, like, oh, like I'm happy, everybody should be happy. I'm sad, everybody's sad. Mm. And like kind of not taking ownership of that control and like just being like, oh, well, like that's something that happens rather than respecting other people's like, uh. Uh, you know, time and feelings and 
I think it's been, it's... When did that kind of start? Well, it's, I think it's just, you know, a very dramatic, big personality. <gasps> you? But, uh... Dramatic? But, uh, yeah. Big personality? And, uh, and I do, uh, like, like, I also have, like, the salesman sort of thing. Mm. So, like, I'll sell friends on whatever thing I feel about whatever I feel about it. And then it just kind of like, I think it's been going on for so long that I realized like earlier this year when there was uh, just like realizing that I was doing this in the relationship and with the people that I live with and I was like, mm, that's not all right. Yeah. Like, cause it's just kind of like, oh, you're actually making other people feel bad or not how they want to feel or how they should feel just because something happened to tick you off or whatever. It's like very different from being like angry all the time about something. It's more like, like, you can't, you can't yeah. be happy if I'm that's not a, happy. That's a very special thing though that you're able to identify that because a lot of people have qualities like that and are completely blind to it. Or it, well, it they're just like, or like, eh. like that's just the way. Yeah, cool. Else's problem. It was yeah. because I, well, it was because I asked. Like, I was talking to a friend earlier this year um, who's like a freelancer that I work with a lot um, around here, and I was just like, yeah, you know, like feel like, um, uh, you know, six months ago or something, it was like, I feel like my mood kind of changed, and I feel like like some people like weren't as like happy, uh, you know, that were like, that I was like sharing office with, he was like, oh yeah, absolutely. And I was like, oh, so we see it. Okay, cool, yeah. got it, good. But I actually really, I do really like those moments when like a friend's just like, oh, no, yeah, 100%, or like, yeah. actually this is what's going on. Like, yeah. it's better hearing it from a friend, because, mm -hmm. you know, People who don't like you won't tell you it. Yeah, yeah. it's true. <laughs> I was just... like, no, you're great. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm working on it. I'm proud of you. I'm just at least identifying it and oh, then yeah. trying to That's half the battle. be more positive with people, especially like people that I'm around that are prone to things like depression and anxiety that I do not have. <laughs> and it's like, can't be, can't be putting people down. Yeah. No. Um, mine are similar to you, Isa where it's, it's almost two traits that are contradictory to each other, where one is I feel like I could be a really bad friend a lot of the times. Like I don't check in with people as much as I want to. And a lot of that has to do with just knowing more people as you get older and get into more things and get jobs and do all this stuff. Um, but I just feel like I haven't been a good friend to a lot of people back home, even people here, or just like, I always feel like, oh, it could be someone else's problem to deal with mm. this person when they're going through this or um, you know, I don't want to burden them with me also checking in on them when they're going through this, but I feel like that's almost like a selfish view of friendship, of just like, oh, it's not my problem, when it's like, it should be your problem if you're this person's friend. Um, but then, on the contrary, I also have the same thing where I feel like I want everyone to like me, yeah. and if someone doesn't like me, I have to find out why, <laughs> what I did, how could I make you love me, what the hell is wrong? <laughs> um, and it gets to me. Like, it, I could be in a room full of like 200 people, and if 190 of them are, 199 of them are like, we like you, you're fine, yeah. and one person's like, I don't like you. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong? What did I do? <laughs> it, What's wrong with me? It's super compounded because it's, I think it's, it's less if it's a stranger, right? It's if a stranger just doesn't like you, I think it's like, okay, sure, whatever, you don't yeah. really know me. But if it's someone you actually really know, yeah. and they're like, 
I don't really want to deal with you, then it kind of starts to poison you from yeah. the inside. And then you like ask people who know them too, and you're like, did I do something to this person oh, gosh, to make them yeah. not like me, or something wrong with them, or are they mad at me for this reason? Especially if they are someone who has been friendly to you in the past, oh. or friends with you in the past, and then all of a sudden they're like different. Ah. And you're like, what do I do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now I'm, I'm mostly like always paranoid too about. I was like, oh, I know this person said shit about me, which is why this person is like not talking to me anymore. Yeah. And I'm just like, I, it's obvious. Yeah. But uh, something the source. Something that's helped me with that, because um, I know like the second part of this question is like how you're working on it. Um, I've heard this advice from a number of people, but it's just to basically not spend time on people who don't care about you and not want you in their life. So there's people who you constantly have to work for their friendship. It's not worth it because there's plenty of people in the world who will be your friend because they want to be your friend. Yeah. That's so true. it's a hard pill to swallow at times. Oh God, yeah. No, like time. this year it was like, because like now that I think about it, it is, that is like basically the basis why I've stayed friends with certain people yeah. that were like not making me feel good about myself. Mm. And it you're was just trying to win their affection constantly. Yeah, yeah. And it was like this year, it was just kind of like, um, like, like, yeah, it should be easy because all the people that I have that are like my best friends, it's like, oh, like, it's really easy with them. I could just be myself and they still yeah. want to be my friend. I don't yeah. have to put any e extra effort. Yeah. Or whereas, they also make the effort. Whereas like the other friends are kind of like, well, like the bad friends are like, oh, well, you owe me something because you did this even though you apologized for it or something. And I'm like, like it took, it took a shockingly long amount of time for me to be like, wait a minute. <laughs> That's not right. <laughs> That's unacceptable. This is a friendship. Yeah. I can't believe you're airing our dirty laundry on this show. <laughs> Ariel. We, we said we wouldn't bring it up. Ariel, I just had to, I had to. Is it to, just because you can't see me because I'm invisible on this <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and also it? I had to manipulate the situation to bring everybody against you. Yeah. You know what? I don't it care worked. what people think about me. So. <laughs> That's nice. Uh, uh, what about uh, you? I have no self-compassion. Oh. Bullshit. Uh, no, I really don't. I don't have any oh, self-compassion. Self self-compassion. Self I have plenty of compassion for others, but I actually don't. Um, I, uh, that was one of the first things when I started going to therapy, my therapist said, you're very hard on yourself. And I said, no, I'm not. And she said, no, you really are. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> it's like the first, the first answer. You're hard on yourself. No, I'm not. You're hard on myself. <laughs> you're hard on me. Um, no, I can't even tell you to mess me up. <laughs> I realized that I, I expect myself to, to like always do things right and always get things right and always kind of live up to this like version of myself that I have that then affects my relationships with other people because I also expect them to like be there and so it gets so frustrating for me when it's like, well, like why can't you do that the way I would do it? Mm -hmm. Because mm. I, I'm like mad at myself that I can't always do the right thing all the time, you know? So it like leaks into relationships and like fr friendships and like all of this stuff. It's like, well, that's not how I would have reacted. So like my lack of self-compassion is now affecting people, but I'm reading a book on it. So. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember the title of the book? Oh, gosh. Is it like self-compassion called self-compassion? Self self like, yeah, I got it on Amazon. Because okay. um, my therapist also recommended a book, too. I, oh, yeah. I forget the title. Like, <laughs> All right. I'm not going to say her name. Tracy? Like, I'm here. Don't don't send me to Amazon to buy a book. That's what I'm here for. Yeah. You <laughs> read it to book. me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bedtime story. Oh, yeah, like, I'm a car going into the mine garage, and I need you, the mechanic, to fix my Monday. Yeah, you expect me to go to the mechanic and read a book on cars? Yeah. I know what. Tell them what to fix. <laughs> 
That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna take the book and run. Be like, you told me to read it. Here you go. Read it to me. <laughs> That's really. Good. So but like, yeah. are you harder on yourself in situations like if, like, for example, if I did something and came to you with what I did, like you'd be easier on me versus if you did the same right. thing that I did. A hundred percent. Yes. And you're just trying to figure out how to. Yeah. Have that same self love. Yeah, because I think um, right, like any any kind of of positive relationships always start with. Like you said, you know, like if I'm not happy What's in here? and and if I'm my kind of view of myself is is uh, negative, then I'm going to kind of push that on. Not necessarily like I'm not going to be like, oh, you're not going to be like Mariel's such a negative person. But it might be for me. It's like I'm, I'm my perception of other people is affected by that. Yeah, because I'm just like. Well, no one's no one's good enough. I'm not good enough. No one's good enough for anything. Do you ever do you ever have uh, the the bad VCR? The, that's what I call it. Whenever you're like about to go to bed, then you just think of all. Oh, of the oh things. my god! Right. I, I don't do it as much like these days as much as I used to. Mm. But I used to be a person who like like just really was filled with a lot of just like shame and mm -hmm. just like everything about everything. And like I think there's a certain point where it's just kind of like. It's hard to let go of all those things because it's like, well, if this is a scorecard, then I got a C and I should have gotten right. an A. Yeah. Until you realize, like, I think it's like when you look around, it's like, well, we're all just bags of fucking chemicals well, also, walking around this fucking place. Eat more chemicals. Gas. Something that helped me too, because I there's been times where I've gone through moments of like hating myself and like all the shit, and someone put it in a very interesting way that kind of changed my perspective on it. It's you, the person you spend the most time in your life with is you. Like, there's gonna be no one else you spend as much time with. You have to be okay with you, first and foremost, before anything else. Um, and that kind of changed my perspective of just like, all right, I guess I gotta like this person. <laughs> I started doing a lot yeah. of, I think, especially like around this age, like mid to late 20s, people start doing a lot of reflection because you're finally kind of becoming a person, like for real. Yep. And so you're like, oh, okay, shit. Like, how do I, how do I, how I do thing? How do I person? How I person? By the way, everyone watching, we're in like our late twenties, yeah, and we're just now starting to maybe kind of figure out who we are. So if you're watching and you're like a teenager in high school, you're even in college, or older than us, don't even bother. <laughs> don't think you need it's to know all who you a are. Trap. I, I did have a like one of my friends like who is one of those amazing friends that just is always just so eloquent. Thank you. Was, it was Barbara. <laughs> no, uh, she, she just said, uh, she said the best thing. It was so fucking simple. It was just like, be patient with yourself. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. And I was like, Ugh. But I want to <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, precisely, precisely. That's exactly how I am too. It's like, there's, you know, things that happen to me and I'm, I get upset about it and I immediately am like, why am I upset about this? I just want to be over it. And I don't give myself the time to be over it. I'm just stewing at how angry I am at myself for being upset. <laughs> it's mindfulness. It's a hard thing to understand and yeah. it's a hard thing to learn. Mm -hmm. And I will be reading a book about it soon that my therapist <laughs> recommended. There's also an episode of Steven Universe that basically just covers that all in 10 minutes. Oh, so yeah. just do that one. Yeah. I'll just yeah. watch that instead of reading. It's like, <laughs> I don't know how to read anyway. <laughs> what, what do I, what, how do I person? <laughs> It sucks because it's still a process. Like I've, I've been, I've been super angry for so long, and even then, it's been like two, tell. three years. Oh, thank you. <laughs> no, I can never know. Smiles through the pain. Laughter is my self defense. Shit. Laughter is my defense mechanism. Oh, there it is. There it is. 
Um, I've something happened to me like a, a few years back, uh, totally related to how I'm totally paranoid about people talking about me behind my back. And mm -hmm. these are people I've known for years. Like they're my best friends, like childhood best friends, and we had a huge falling out. Oh no. Um, and they still live where I used to live, and it's uh, crazy because it's, I know they're still they know other people around that area, and we had mutual friends. So I'm always super afraid that they're they're just gonna say whatever happened and then people are just like not going to talk to me again mm. because it's now that becomes my my image is tarnished yeah. and stuff and um i'm so used to curating myself a certain way on the internet especially if you've been on the internet for so long right like you know how to present yourself a certain way so you have choice yeah yeah so it's um that's kind of why i also stopped online dating because i was just like <laughs> oh i don't I'm, I'm not I'm not this way in person yeah. <laughs> and like online. I don't want to do that anymore. Um, so whenever that happens, it's just like, oh man, it sucks. Something that actually helped me, funny enough, when that whole, that whole thing was going on. Um, one night I totally broke down and then I knew my mom was up early because she has weird sleeping hours. So I called her and I was blubbering, but we actually talked it out. And I was so afraid of my mom being the one to be like, no, you have to work things out with your friend. Like you're, you're, you have to be a good friend and that kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. um, but in such, when I was telling her, like, no, I did this for myself. I wanted to protect myself, and she was actually like, yeah, you do that. Nice. You look out for yourself. And I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> so that was nice, and that actually kind of helped um, build yeah. another, build another bridge to my mom since. There's also been some other things going on. Yeah, so. it's nice yeah. when you could connect in that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and someone understands what you're going through. Yeah. The only other thing I have to say on this matter mm -hmm. is that for all of us being really critical about ourselves, trying to figure things out, remember how many terrible, awful people are just <laughs> just doing great. No problem, <laughs> no care in the world. So like in yeah. the what? In the world. So, yeah. yeah, but also just. All around. All around the world. That's true. I think it's all around the world. Mm -hmm. Can't sing. There was no, a song. we're just stops. Yeah. Just a sentence. And they, see? Yeah. <laughs> Who knows how long I've loved you? I don't know. Yeah. Well, I <laughs> like you guys. <laughs> we like you, Isa. Hey. You know what else we like? <gasps> Where is it? Movement watches. Hey. This episode of Always Open Go is bear. also brought to you by Movement. We all know and love movement. They're our favorite underdog success story, founded on the belief that style shouldn't break the bank. They've sold over 1.5 million watches wow. worldwide by bringing quality designs at fair prices. With movement's versatile line of watches, glasses, and accessories, you'll be sure to find the perfect holiday gift this season. Uh, I love giving out movement watches for the holidays and special occasions. They have so many awesome styles. You're sure to find something for even the pickiest person on your gift list, like Max and Issa. The pickiest Very people. picky. They're not going to go. <laughs> I going to go. Movement watches are all about looking good while keeping it simple. They don't tell you how many steps you've taken or blow your wrist up with text messages. They're not overly intrusive on life with notifications, text messages, or emails. They tell time like true classic timepieces should and look good doing it. Movement did all the hard work this season so you wouldn't have to and they made awesome gift boxes and packages. If you need help giving the perfect gift this season but don't know where to start, the guys over at Movement Watches got your back. Get 15% off today with free shipping and free returns by going to mvmt.com open. 
Movement's launching new styles on their site all the time, so make sure to check out their latest at movement.com. Go to mvmt.com slash open and join the movement. Join it. Actually, I also have a bracelet from them that I really like. It's just kind of like a little cuff bracelet. Oh, cute. Super cute. I just got my movement watch today, so. Did you? Oh. Oh, it looks familiar. <laughs> looks like the one I just had. Oh, it fits so nicely. <laughs> Me and uh, Trevor were just in Cancun for a vacation, and we both brought our movement sunglasses. I saw that. I saw a picture, and I was like, they're, I have the same exact one. And they're the same model of sunglasses. Oh my God. <laughs> and I was like, well, one of us is going to have to change. Yeah. Are we? Are or we? <laughs> no. Like, are we? Are we getting into that mode where now it's like, let's just like wear the same like shirts match? and like outfits, and then like. There was a lot of couples on vacation there who were like in matching bathing suits. Oh yeah, that's matching. cute. It was yeah. cute, but also like. It's it's no, a, also, no. when I visited um, Japan in Tokyo Disney, it was a big thing. Like all the people, uh, there are people there who really like to match with each other. Yeah. Like, oh, Disney's plan. crazy. I've been watching too many YouTube videos about Tokyo Disney. Do not get me started. <laughs> Well, there's a whole What's YouTube. Amazing. Yeah. What kind of videos are there? Just like people walking through the park. Yeah, just like, oh, here, here's some really good food that you can get and like stuff like that. Tokyo Disney is uh, a study in capitalism. It's phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> All I want right. to go there. <laughs> yeah, don't start watching the vlogs of it online. It'll suck you. <laughs> Good tip. <laughs> Good tip. I won't. Hot tips from Always just, Open. Just watch more Always Open episodes instead. Watch always more, Open always hot open. tips. Always hot open. Tips. Write it down, Eric. <laughs> well, y'all about to get some hot tips from us for this boy walks of boy. issues. Oh, quite a big piece of paper for a small question. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this question is submitted by Kara. And next time, sorry, next time I just hope it's that big of a piece of paper with and it's like the text is like blown yes. up. <laughs> yes! <laughs> ah. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Right, so this is from Kara, and Kara writes, I have often seemed to struggle with knowing the difference between loving someone and being infatuated with someone. Have you ever experienced this? Is it hard, or it is hard for me to talk about this with some of my friends and hearing outside perspectives would be great. So infatuation versus being in love. I, I personally define it as the idea, uh, or being in love with the idea of someone. Mm. And that's kind of more on the infatuation side as opposed to being in love with someone. Well, that's a good way of putting it. Yeah. yeah. I think at the beginning of relationships or even just like when you're dating, I think things usually start off with infatuation mm. Um, mm -hmm. where you just like... The honeymoon phase. Yeah, you yeah. don't yet have that like, I need to be around this person all the time or I care about their well-being necessarily as much as just like being intimate with them or attracted to them. And then when it turns into love, it becomes a lot more like, I legitimately yeah, care so about cool. this person having the best possible life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like the way I define, the way I define love is kind of like the way that I experienced it because like, I, because I've already talked about this on this podcast before, but it was like, you know, Dating, dating the ladies mm -hmm. back in the day. They're straight. Uh, yeah, <laughs> which backs? was yeah, straight, straight, straight. Not straight. really uh, like, but like it was during during that time. There was times where I was like, oh, I think I'm in love, and then whenever like I started dating men, it was like the first the first guy I ever like went on a date with. I was like, I'm in love, totally an infatuation. Did yeah. like was you know totally ghosted and everything. And, uh, and it was funny because uh, whenever I met my now husband, I was like, like, it was just a very strange feeling of just like, oh, well, like, 
Oh, I could see like hanging around you for I don't know forever. And just doing nothing. <laughs> just like, just like, yeah, don't even matter. Yeah. Just like, yeah. Eh, like, yeah, let's keep this going. It was very different from like the like, the the full on like, oh my gosh, you know, like drama of everything. It was just, it was very much just like, this is not a friendship. This is something more. Yeah. I think that's, There's also yeah. like I know when I was single like a year and a half ago or so. Um, there's plenty of guys that I would like be interested in seeing and hanging out with and you know having fun with but had zero interest in like anything beyond that uh, and I think that's where infatuation kind of yeah stops right I don't know it yeah. for me personally I don't know I, I always uh, like for me and like, just being basically means just having a really big crush on someone yeah. and then like you're like I don't want to find out anything about you I want to get to know you I just like I have you on this pedestal and like it, whereas like being in love with someone, it's like, I want to know how you work. I want to know everything about you. I want to like dig deep into your childhood traumas, get me there, <laughs> like put that shit on me. Um, God, I, I, infatuation is like something I deal with on the daily. Has this ever happened to you guys where <laughs> you have a crush on someone or like you're infatuated with them for like months or years or whatever it is, just like this person you've always been interested in, in that way. Mm -hmm. And then you actually get with them and then it's instantly like, huh. Oh yeah. See, I would oh, say yeah. I oh, wouldn't yeah. even get, like it wouldn't even be a situation where I get with them. I'll just learn some new information. Oh yeah. After like, <laughs> after, like years and just be like, well that's over. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. 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 There's definitely, there's a guy um, who I had a crush on, like who we like did some work with a couple years ago. Um, and like whenever I would see him, I'd be like, oh my God, he's so high, he's so cute, like he's so interesting. And then uh, hooked up with him and I was like, it's okay. But like <laughs> now I've like lost all infatuation for him because it's yeah. like the, the chase, right? Yeah. It's like, I just want to know what this is like. And then it's like, oh, well, that's, yeah. That's, yeah. It's a weird thing that we do, like with like, with like the pedestal thing. It's, right. a, it's a very interesting concept because like in a relationship that totally doesn't really work. Right. So like, yeah. Why do we do it all the time? <laughs> yeah. I, I think you, you just meet people and you're like enamored by them and not necessarily, it not, may not even, like you said, like the thought of the person, not even like the actual person. Yeah, the idea like, of them. It's like, it, to me too, the idea is also like, oh, what this person could be with me. Right. Or yeah. like, or this person could be, yeah. Or like the idea of us together. Yeah, no, exactly. And yeah. I think if you think in that terms, like, to me, that's infatuation. Mm -hmm. But when you're thinking about love, it kind of, it becomes different. Yeah. Is anyone here a fixer-upper? Like, like, they, like, they, <laughs> like, the they, like, go, no, 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 not, not you yourself. <laughs> no, as in, like, like, as in you go into a relationship and you're, like, I can fix him. Oh, I thought you were, like, I like fixing like, people up. Oh, like, no, I, I, I meant, oh, like, I meant more, like, because I, I feel like I have a lot of friends who are just, like, yeah, like, He's, he's rough he's around perfect. the edges. He's rough around the edges, yes. but I'll fix him. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, oh no, I don't. <laughs> oh, I don't yeah. fucking get. I don't touch that with a ten foot pole. Did you if ever? Someone. No, I mean I've been with people who like had flaws, but everyone has their own flaws. Yeah. Like I clearly have flaws, which we talked about like a couple minutes ago. Um, but I never go in a relationship with someone who I want to change. Like maybe mm. it's some things like, oh, like I think maybe you should try doing this because it'll be better for you. Like if. I've had boyfriends before where they had like problems with ambition, mm -hmm. which to me is a very important character trait of just like, you know, we should both want to be successful and happy in life and, and yeah. not just like unhappy in your work and whatever you're doing. So yeah. things like that I, I could see, but if someone is 
rough around the edges and just needs fixing in any way. But in your opinion, I feel like it's funny. Tough the, to get into that. The opposite wording for that, if you want to perceive it a different way, is oh, this person has potential. <laughs> <laughs> Positive way of looking. No, it's, it's true though. Let's I think get, that's. Let's get Chip and Joanna yeah. in here. Knock <laughs> down Do a wall. Do clap on that bitch. Oh, Figure out what is all your face. <laughs> But I, but I think, um, how do I do it? Or how do I say show. it? <laughs> no, I watch it forever. Yeah. I met them. <laughs> Bitch. We can't talk about it. We can't okay. yeah. um, <laughs> I feel like I feel that way more so because I f think I'm just super immature. I don't have mm. a lot of experience, mm. just in general. So I think it's because I'm still at like stage one, I haven't moved on to stage two or three. Oh. Like in what sense? Like you want to find somebody to fix or like- It's or just you kind of my like natural you're... attraction to okay, people. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I think I end up liking people who I look at them and go, I want to, I do want to get to know you because there's potential but oh. <laughs> in that way. Um, but like I said, I don't have much experience. My last, my last real partner, I was 14. Wow, really? It's been a while. Yeah, dated so, on and off kind of thing. Um, every so often, online dates, had a casual relationship that didn't really work out. Mm. And then after that, I was just like, okay, this is fine. <laughs> <laughs> Laugh through the pain. Yeah. And it's like when I'm super stressed, then I'll, I'll, one of the frequent conversations I've had with Texas whenever I'm super stressed is like, I just need a boy. <laughs> <laughs> Texas is like, Texas yeah, yeah, me too. By the way, sorry about our casual relationship. Oh, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah, sure. We I gave it a good college try. <laughs> Me. I thought that was with me. <laughs> Shit. Wait, what am I playing? Oh no. Mm, yeah, I think when I was younger, I was definitely more of one of those people who was like, ooh, problems, I can fix those. Now I'm just like, give me stability. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just too I fucking, need a rock. I'm too lazy. I'm too lazy to like deal yeah. with someone else's like major life issues like that. Like yeah. I'm like, if you can't fucking sort your shit out, I don't want to have to do that for you. I got my own shit to figure out. <laughs> there was something else I saw. I'm just I lazy. Know if it was a tweet or something, but it was like, like your first date. It's like, hey, how are you? Have you like taken care of all of like the childhood things, and, like bad things that have happened? To you? So you don't have to put those on me. Have you? Okay. <laughs> Have you seen a therapist? <laughs> because I'm not I'm a registered one. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I'm not here to be your therapist. I already go to therapy. You should pay to go to one too. Yeah. That's great. Or pay me. Or pay me. Yeah. What do you guys think about love? Do you have it's like... fake. No. Whoa. <laughs> it's not real, Isa. <laughs> Isa, don't listen oh to her. She can't hurt you. In, we in all die. No, Lisa. Oh, Lisa, stage no. one, stage oh, one. We all die naked and alone. Naked? And afraid. Yeah. I, I hope I'm naked when I die. Me too. Freeing. Yeah. I'll be naked when I live. <laughs> yeah, I, I think um, love is a very real thing, and I think it, it like goes through stages, right? Because you were like, you have your, you're like getting your honeymoon phase, and then you reach this point where it's like. Okay, now we're in the thick of it. Am I gonna love you when shit goes really bad? Mm -hmm. And like, how are, how is this? It's like a partnership now, right? Yeah. And then you get past that, and you're like into your years of marriage, where you're like, God, I fucking hate you, but it's too much to get divorced. <laughs> That's love. I think it's, That's it's very. Love. I think the most telling thing about love between two people is how they support you when you're in a rough spot. Mm -hmm. Like out of all my long distance, not long term relationships, rather. That's the thing that has been the most telling of just like, if I'm having a rough day or dealing with this rough situation, how do you support me? Right. How do you treat me? And like, yeah. that has been so telling. Yeah. And see, um, 
my husband has always been really there for me. Except when you're playing HQ. Except when I'm playing HQ. Um, the reverse of that, uh, for a substantial portion of our relationship, not something that came naturally to me. Yeah. Just like, yeah, and so I was always kind of like, what? Why, why are you still here? <laughs> like, mm, I'm not being overly critical when I'm like, mm, we gotta work on, like, I gotta work on some mm -hmm. things. Mm -hmm. And so I, I, At least yeah. you recognize that. Well, yeah, I mean, it sure took a while. Listen, it's not, it doesn't come naturally for everyone. <laughs> it's a marathon, honey, not a sprint. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you can confidently say you guys have, like, definitely loved someone. Absolutely, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. I think I, every, <laughs> yeah. Are we gonna find Issa love today, right <laughs> <Stop>. now? Stop. <laughs> well, bachelor number one, come bachelor on out. Bachelor number one, come through the door. Oh my God, oh my God, we could easily taste, turn this into a dating show. We could. We could. Oh my God. Oh my God. There is, um. Oh my God. Oh my God. If we were on a day and we had three hours to do stuff, what would we do and where would we go? That's my dating. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Rooster Teeth, Bachelorette, Issa is the star. Done, pitch. Done and dusted. Green Let's light. light it. There's like 450 people here. We'll find one. <laughs> Wait, we have to find them here? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I sense a lot of problems. Oh. Including legal problems. <laughs> yeah. Listen, plenty of us are dating There's in the office. Yeah, but I, think, I don't think the company has like made it like a competition. <laughs> Oh, but now they can. But now, now they, can. they can. Think about how they much money they save. It. They don't have to pay for an extra plus one at parties. If you go to, on, to an event, both of That's you can share a room. Right that is, uh, yeah, like saving the company money. Try my first, my first love was turned out gay. Max, that's why we brought you here. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about this that. No, it's not about that. Oh no, it's great. We're friends, but there is one time I think um, we're, we're still great friends. When I visited New Jersey, we actually ended up having dinner together. Um, he's an awesome person, um, but it was it was hilarious. He didn't know at the time that he was gay, um, and then. As we grew up, I was at a party with him and their friend group, and it was all our dance friends. Um, that's how we know each other now. And um, we were all drinking, so we got very honest. And uh -huh. I was just like, uh, hey, how'd you find out? And we, they exchanged stories, et cetera. And it was funny because the entire night he kept going like, hey, remember when we kissed? And I was like, shut up, we did not kiss. And he was like, no, come on, remember when you were my girlfriend? And he just kept making jokes like that. Oh. And I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> but he's a great guy. Oh, the inverse of that, my first love turned out to be straight. <laughs> oh. Fine. Can't think of a better way to end the show. <laughs> uh, I told my uh, ex-girlfriend uh, from college uh, that I was gay after getting drunk downtown. And then somebody was like, have you told her? And I was like, nope. <laughs> it was like, hey, by the way, it wasn't you, I'm gay, bye. <laughs> that was about, I haven't talked to her since. Oh, <laughs> did it. she text you back or anything like no, that? No, I mean, we talked on the phone. Oh. Oh, but, oh you haven't seen her or anything? I mean, mm, if no. you were drunk, did you remember what she said? Oh, I mean, like, she was like, thanks, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. It was, valid, why valid would response. it be my fault? Valid response. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I never like... thought it was, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. validating that. Like, why, why would it have been on me? Yeah, yeah. you should have like, really ruined cool. her life. <laughs> you turned me gay! <laughs> <laughs> well, can't get higher than that. Nope. <laughs> thanks okay, so much right. for coming on the show, my friends. Yeah, oh, thank Meryl, you Meryl, as always. Barbara. Audience, thank you. We Bye. love thank you. Thank you, audience. We'll see you next week.
Chars. Chars. Chars.